Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. And my name is Aaron. The movie this week is Star Crystal from 1986, directed. <laughs> no, sorry, uh, by Lance Lindsay. <laughs> someone had someone had to be responsible, Joel. Mm-hmm. Story by Lance Lindsay, Eric Waster, and starring a whole bunch of whole, whole bunch of nobodies. Uh, see Justin Campbell, Faye Bolt, John W. Smith, Taylor Kingsley. Those all sound like fake names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't put my name on this movie. Uh, my pseudonym is uh, uh, Faye Bolt. The check cleared. Okay. <laughs> just just call me John Smith. No, no, no. John W. Smith. <laughs> so uh, where'd this movie come from? Uh, this movie... This- movie was my pick this week uh, because a good friend of mine at the comic book shop, Adam Popovich, uh, he came in and and was like, hey, I really want to listen to you guys talk about Star Crystal. And, you know, I my, my pick was coming up, so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll give it a try. He slipped you like 20 bucks, right? Well... As part of that, has to go to you know. Well, I mean, I, well, I had to, you know, to 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 pay our uh, medical bills after watching the movie. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah, you bet. Yeah, yeah. Take him. I had to call the ambulance because Aaron was in hysterics. He he just couldn't believe that a movie so good had been made and he hadn't watched yep. it before. It might have been the profuse eye bleeding, or no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> after seeing no, just no. Uh, uh, Adam is uh, an awesome dude. Uh, I think he has one of those letterboxed things that you're into, Joel. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's like Adam loves bad movies or something like that. I'll oh, he's up. the guy who followed me recently. Yeah, okay. there you go. Yeah, that's cool. There you go. Yeah, I followed him back. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Uh, Sarah, if you had to describe this movie, um, do you think you could do a short synopsis of what this thing, what Star Crystal is all about? Yeah, um... <laughs> It starts off on Mars. Yes, Mars for sure. And they find there are two men in spacesuits with a meter. And they start digging and they find a rock. Oh. And they pull it out of the ground and they take it back to their ship with them. Ominous. And then that ship docks at a space station. They're dead, all of the passengers on the ship. And then a new group of people come onto the ship. And the space station explodes. And they get away. But they are on the ship with this rock, which has started to emit some things and some goo. And people are dying. And it presents itself as kind of a horror movie alien 
type situation. Yep, definitely very alien-like. You know, yeah. Kind of, these guys all look like regular Joes that happen to work in space. It's one of those blue-collar space things. I think a lot of movies used to think that there would be this industry in space for getting different mining different minerals or different resources that we would need. And so far, it seems like a lot of people going into space is going to be mostly like billionaires if they can ever visit space. Yeah, until they trash the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I guess they'll need to have a few people to, like, clean things and make food, but... This makes it seem like there's a whole industry in the future dedicated to just working in space. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Outland, you know, you got your space miners or something like that. Except I'm we're not really clear. There's no clear goal in what was going on there. I guess they were because the two doofuses that go to Mars. This is a bad movie, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come out. <laughs> like this this is the kind of movie that hands you a full deck of cards of like, oh, this is what kind of movie it is. And by the end, those those deck of cards have turned into like a rabbit. And you're like, what? <laughs> Did a magician visit me? What the hell happened here? Mm. And not, not a good rabbit, you know, like one that's like sickly and <laughs> pooping everywhere. <laughs> um, I have to agree with your assessment, Joel. <laughs> I think that was actually a really good uh, uh, visual visualization for me, anyways. Oh yeah. Well, uh, if you guys, if you guys are gonna say maybe it wasn't the best movie, it's <laughs> not what I said. Oh, what did you say? I said it was a bad movie. <laughs> See, I'm way more diplomatic than you about it. it I know. <laughs> how, this is on the podcast. How to tell if Sarah didn't really like a movie is when she says. I wouldn't say it was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> List of beginning statements from Sarah. That <laughs> uh, wasn't the best movie mm. ever. Didn't get an Academy Award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I just love bad movies, so this was a fun time. It for was me. fun. It was super fun to watch. And we were bewildered by yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Bewildered is a good word for the experience I had watching this too. We, we were confused. <laughs> so confused. Yeah, it kept setting up like things that like, oh, this is the story. Oh, this is the story. Like, you kind of know in the beginning, like, they found a mysterious thing and like, oh, the ship shows up and everyone's dead on it. It's like, oh, that's going to be the mystery. Like, to figure out what happened here. Is there some sort of alien force? So, we start off like in a space station, like a deep space nine style space station. At you know, you're seeing this like group of authorities sitting in a <laughs> sitting in a black room with uh, nothing around except for the table they're sitting at. One of those uh, space rooms. They're in space, I guess. I guess that's what you would do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean. The stockbroker, that room? Yeah. The stockbroker, the doctor. <laughs> so Michael Douglas. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I just need you to fill out this paperwork so I can make some damn money. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, and these are important characters, obviously. You know, they're meeting, uh, there's there's a military guy with a mustache, has a little flirtation with a lady, you oh. see, on the elevator. Oh, that's right. And, uh, you know, they all go to meet. And meanwhile, while this is happening, there's a crew of a couple of people who are trying to figure out why the power shut off and uh, all the... Um, uh, what is that? What are those called? Uh, whatever is keeping the would normally keep the crew alive for some reason shut off. Life support. Life support. Thank you. Yeah, cut off all the oxygen, and so they're in there working on the ship. But there's a discussion going on, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. Good. Right. There's a lot of things going on in this oh, movie. Oh yeah. And then Good. an alarm goes off. Hmm. They have to. Um... It was kind of an annoying alarm, from what I remember. Like a woo, 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 woo. Well, I mean, this was like a catastrophic. There was a part. Uh, one of the things they talk about in this meeting is like there are holes in some part of the ship that shouldn't have been there, and I don't think they. I think they met the space station and like, well, you know, the the people installed it guaranteed it was going to be. It was like, well, they obviously sold us a bad sale of goods or whatever mm. bill of goods. Do you think that this? rock that was on the spaceship blew up the space station? The rock or the star crystal? Because at this point we have a star crystal. The star crystal. It turns into a star crystal and there's goo. <laughs> that is what... <laughs> star crystal goo. Yeah. yeah there's something gooey going Dealing on. Dealing with that all the time, guys. It's a gooey situation. <laughs> if you read the Wikipedia article okay. for this movie... <laughs> yeah. It says that the reason the sh- the space station blew up with every other possible character, by the way, we end up with a crew of five people on this ship. So those people that were meeting in the boardroom, they're all dead. Right. We do- don't even pay attention to those guys anymore. <laughs> they're gone. Um, was because somebody mentioned apparently that they were going to use the crystal in some sort of laser and the the spoiler alien presence did not want them to take his crystal. Oh. Wait, so the alien presence didn't have anything to do with the crystal? That was just his possession? No. Well, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's like I thought they had like a symbiotic relationship. That could going be the on. case too. Yeah. That was my that was my interpretation of the of it. Yeah. But I, I, I know I could be wrong. Yeah. That was like his uh I don't know, his heart. So, does the crystal live inside of him after a while? No, the crystal just fades into it the back. It sits I mean, there. Nobody cares about it, yeah. He just keeps it in storage. Mm-hmm. It, it gets kept in the, well, once it's not on the space station and now in the spaceship, it looks like it's being kept in, like, the engine room. Uh, maybe? <laughs> maybe that's what the engine room is? It seems to be where it was placed originally. No, yeah, because originally it was, like, on some table where it was, they were, like... It was on an examination table. Right. But when we see it next time, it is in the engine room. Where I'm assuming that's the engine room. <laughs> some laser going on. Yeah. <laughs> the some laser room. Mm. Where the frizzy haired lady does all the work. That's right. They keep her down in the basement because they just don't want to deal, deal with her or something. She is very sassy. And she doesn't want to take any of that. I mean, first of all, they're in a situation where everything blew up. She doesn't seem... She she seems not bothered. Nobody at all. seemed bothered. They're by all it. pretty unfazed. Well, the most of the at least three of those guys 
you know, we we saw their faces when it happened. Oh, okay. And then okay. the back of their heads. The long, <laughs> the long <laughs> reaction shot to that, it that first back of happening. The head. Mm-hmm. We're staring at a control panel with no view screen. I know. We're just staring just at the back staring. of their heads. Okay. Reaction shot. Uh, wait. <laughs> Let's put it into perspective in the room they were sitting in. Um. Yeah. I think they could have had the best of intentions going into making this project, but there were a lot of things that didn't quite hit, (laughs) (laughs) miss the mark. (laughs) Um, I would assume nobody really goes into a project, you know, wanting to make a bad movie, unless that's the, you know, for jokey reasons. That's what I'm I'm trying to get at, is is a truly... If someone is trying to make a bad movie, then it's just not as fun, in my opinion. Right. It's it rarely successful. Yeah. It kind. I mean, this room is a huge <sighs> console room, like the old style buttons and and all those lights and things like that. That don't. It doesn't. You don't know what everything does, right? They don't really have anything high tech on the ship, though. Like the space cokes that were in like a little plastic oh, yeah. tube bottle. Uh, we do need to talk about space coke a little bit. I mean, there's not much to it. it, it I mean, it's well, it's the refreshment like, of space jocks. That's true. They were smoking and stuff in space. Of course. I mean, I guess <laughs> there was some of the some of the banter that you would see in a movie like Alien, but. Without the like drama and the dramatic lighting and like Absolutely. the silence and like suspense, but you know where in Alien it seems like all the crews are equal with each other. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, there's certainly like people that are the lesser, you know, mechanic type people, and the other people who are like in charge of keeping things running. But uh, sexism doesn't seem to be a thing. In this movie, sexism is alive and well. Oh boy, yeah the the female staff was definitely not. Uh, mm. Well, J- okay, John W. <laughs> Smith. I mean, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is there's, there's definitely. Uh, yeah, it was rough. <laughs> the actor John W. Smith. He's he is the the black gentleman in the movie. Okay. His character is an asshole from minute one and does not let up. Very true. And people start getting murdered in in kind of a like kind of horrific ways from alien tentacle things that we don't exactly get to see. And then when we do see their bodies, they're like these desiccated husks uh, that that kind of look like the actors, which is funny. And uh, he doesn't really get upset until like he finally realizes, like, wait, oh, if they kill two females, there's not going to be enough for both of. Dudes or whatever. I mean, he doesn't say as much, but it seems like yeah, uh, yeah. There's nobody for him to ogle anymore. Yeah, yeah. They. I was making jokes about it. It kind of reminded me of that really bad movie we watched recently with the the cop and the you know the one with the cop that was like a is it a samurai cop? Yeah, samurai cop. Samurai Cop. Yeah. 
kind of reminded me of that in a way. That's uh, I think that's an appropriate level. (laughs) I have to agree with you. There weren't any boobs, but (laughs) there was some weird um, dialogue where people were having reactions that kind of didn't make sense and a lot of flirtation and weirdness. Considering how the movie ends, I I don't know what they... Like, if there was a thought to put in any sort of, like, sexy scenes, uh, I, I don't even know. You, it felt a lot like, uh, time, <laughs> what is it, Time Walker? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, that's true, too. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, same budget style. Totally like that. Except for Time Walker had <laughs> a beginning and an, no, it didn't have an end. <laughs> 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 don't you dare. <laughs> I forgot about the TV <laughs> story you could follow through all the way. <laughs> it did have a story. And this is kind of like, wait, what? No, it's the same. The introduction of the weird object, and then like some stuff starts happening, and then the alien appears. And in this one, a bunch of people have died, not just the not just yeah. the passengers on that other ship. Crew's going down. The whole space station blew up because the alien heard that the crystal might be used for something he didn't want it to be used for. And then the crew that they have on the ship now is mostly died off until there's just two people left. One guy and one girl. And luckily they like each other, I think. <laughs> I think they like each other in the sense that, like, you really like your coworkers. Like, you're gonna hey, you're a great last person hate. left yeah. alive yeah. with me in a yeah. spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna both die. We might as well start trying to get along. Here. Yeah, that's what I got out of it too. Because <laughs> she's in the, the like earlier before everyone starts dying. She's making a lot of faces, like, like I am pissed at this whole situation, yeah. and I'm the only one. Like, she is the only completely competent person. Like. Yeah. I mean the other the other blonde lady is not dumb or anything like that, but she she doesn't do anything vital and just, you know, unceremoniously uh, gets killed at some point. At least the uh, the lady with the frizzy hair seemed to be a mechanic and could take care of things. But the 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 doofus main dude who looks like um Larry, Larry from, from Perfect, Perfect Strangers. Strangers. Exactly. Yeah, does it exactly. Is is uh, and that hair, that hair on that guy. <laughs> I don't even know. Perfect what to say Strangers about. was like one of my favorite TV shows as a kid, and you kind of, I mean, you didn't watch the show for Cousin Larry. You watched it for Balky. Yeah, and. Cousin Larry was a little bit obnoxious and, like, high-strung. This guy wasn't as entertaining as Cousin Larry. (laughs) No. And there was no Balky on the ship. (laughs) Well, not till the end. Well, oh. I was just going to say, I was going to say a Balky unfortunately met his demise on the space station, I think. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) Cousin Larry on the (laughs) boat. There's your YouTube edit cut. <laughs> For Star Crystal. There were so many things that confused us. Like, 
all these little situations where one person was walking off and then they stepped in goo or something. And <laughs> there's a lot of goo touching. In this yeah, movie. it was gross. There's a lot of goo in the movie. I don't yeah, know. and you would see like, like this ball of like red goo, and it would be like pulsating, oh, like yeah. it was breathing, and like, like just that's, a, that's an interesting looking, uh, you know, creature that they created at. For the most part, like until they actually do the full reveal, it's like, oh, that is kind of you know creepy yeah. looking, scary looking. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't explain like when we see the full creature at the end. There's no way this thing has the tentacles that it's been using to kill people. Yeah. So what's up with that? I think maybe, I think maybe it hadn't really come well, into its full form yet. I, that's exactly in what the I was parts say. before. Like, so, maybe it has some type of metamorphosis where there's a stage where it just eats a bunch to, like, try to grow, and it has tentacles during that stage. I see. And then as soon as it gets to its, like, um... Pupi or whatever. It's lava cocoon. Creature. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much, how far you want me to go with the explanation. I mean, just giving t- too much away. Just tell me what the creature looks like. Go okay, ahead, Joel... By the time this movie ends, it kind of looks like someone had taken an ET doll and put it in a microwave for like twenty minutes, All right? And then and then, but made sure it kind of looked like lava at the same time, mm-hmm. and had a light inside of it. Yeah, yeah. and Sarah? then put an LED in it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those glowworm dolls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sarah said it looked like a hot Cheeto, and it, yeah, that's that's about right too. But it's, it's like a snail mm. or a. Like a, yeah, like a snail without a shell that's bright orange and glowing and has, like, independently blinking eyes on the side of its head. Yeah, big, like, goldfish. Oh, God. Googly eyes. the worst ripoff of E.T. I've ever seen, that head. I'll be right here. (laughs) So this has been, like, a mass-murdering alien... This thing has taken no prisoners. Right. Killed. Body count is very high. Right. And then they tried talking to it. Well, I don't. Yeah, we don't really know why it decided not to kill Cousin Larry there at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to call that. Because he was a diplomat. Captain Captain Cousin Larry. He, like, freezes him in space, in, in, like, maybe he's finally reached the uh, level where he can, like, talk to him. Yeah. And not have to use his tentacles to, because he, like, freezes him in place with his mind powers. Yeah. And he's like, why have you been killing our crew? He's like, they attacked me first. They never showed us any of that. Oh, they're, okay, so there's a scene, there's a part where the mechanic... Is there, and you like see the pulsing thing, and that you already see the tackles going towards her, but there is like a, it it's like an insert cut, like they hadn't decided to uh-huh. make it like that, and then after they came up with the ending, they're like, oh, but we can't really explain what the mechanic does. Uh, I know, insert a cut of her like swinging a, a wrench for a second. And it's like, she attacked me with a wrench, Bobby. Well, <laughs> I might swing a wrench. That's why I killed everyone. <laughs> if I was in a room and a random tentacle came at me, I might swing a wrench at it. Yeah. Like, like what yeah. is that tentacle coming from? Yeah. I'm in danger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's go time. So the mechanic did the wrench. The The blonde lady didn't threw acid at it. And it's like, well, yeah, you got some creepy thing crawling towards me. I don't know what... 
John W. Smith did. Because he was just crawling through. He was trying to get a vent or to something. the blonde yeah. before you know she was possibly killed, and then just crawling through the vent, and it like grabbed him. Like it kind of made it look like if you stepped in the goo, you would die. Like because you weren't yeah. really seeing the death scenes completely. Not goo lava. Like, if you touched it, you might like turn into a mummy or something. <laughs> oh, melted <laughs> zombie, melted man. person. Well, what I'm going to tell you, Joel, is unfortunately I don't feel that the alien uh, had 100% control of his faculties. He said he was being attacked. However, we have seen, based on the events of this movie, that not all those cases he was attacked. I think he was just trying to make some excuse so that the man would not kill him. I see. And the whole time in the movie, we've had a lot of this um, synth soundtrack going on that's like a... (laughs) it's like an 80s like lounge synth with like uh horns and uh feeling it you know some place where you could kick back and have a cocktail and think about think about your life completely alone in space there i mean there's a scene where the two men are having a cocktail well you know and then they decide to, when somebody's like, I don't know, they're like barking up an or like, we need you to do this. And, and Cousin Larry's like, I need you to shut up, fart. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So after they talk to the alien, it's like the alien is like, it wasn't me. We skipped the entire movie. well there are there are a lot of scratch your head moments throughout (laughs) well i feel at this point joel we can hit some bullet points okay please all right so we have the beginning of the movie we have a space station that blows up right Uh uh-huh right we have a disgruntled crew that appears to stare at uh Anything in space. Yeah. Right. And they're just trying to get back to a place because they will eventually run out of food and supplies. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely worried about our, our supply intake. This is definitely some talk. Uh, so then then uh, this is where uh, we definitely start getting some, like, some more of the who's in charge, listen to me, I'm a man, you're just a lady, I'm going to get drunk in this room with these other men sort of thing singular <laughs> one other man oh well yeah hey i'm going to get drunk with this guy you do all the work yeah well you go work on something and bend over i'm going to stare at your butt oh yeah i forgot <laughs> yeah, that happened yeah hey frizzy and- frizzy haired lady go back to the basement where the lasers firing off i yeah. forgot about the part where there is another ship, and they cut oh, down the yeah. communication, and then the ship is like, go this way if you're all right, and, then the, and the alien, like, makes it do that, yeah. so, like, the alien basically prevented them from getting off the ship to that other one. I forgot that the alien's powers were pretty much, you know, plot plot defining. In that sense. Yeah. It's a very powerful alien. Yeah. 
even reprograms the computer so that it only listens to him at some point. Oh, dang. Oh, but that, that brings up a whole other bag of problems, because uh, Cousin Larry had programmed the computer to only listen to him, right? Yep. She'll only listen to me. Bernice? <laughs> yeah, he calls it Bernice. Like. Oh, yeah. No, yep. It's not an inappropriate relationship much. Yeah. I, I didn't know he was attracted to artificial intelligence, Joel. I mean, who is it? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I tried to find out if any of these actors were in other stuff, and on IMDb, it was kind of like a ghost town. Oh, yeah. There's not. There is one actress that I saw had a, had a big list of movies, but she's. I think she was the girl on the elevator with the yeah. military guy. And that's it. Like, everyone else is, yeah, just. A non-factor. So, I mean, this this was a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Up until the last 15 minutes or so. Yeah. And it, then it takes a twist. The twist. Because him, because Cousin Larry and, and his lady friend, <laughs> my, my special lady friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's not my lady friend. She's my special lady. She's the special lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> They end up talking to him. He's just like, I just need a ship to go home. He's like, well, maybe we can find a way. He's like, okay. (laughs) And they're like, okay with each other. Yeah. Then it's a series of montages where they're like packing away supplies. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Working on the ship and and he's like. It was. It was baffling and hilarious. They were like having a montage of like all the goofy times they were having with this alien. Getting to know each other. <laughs> uh, what I will say is when this happens, I looked at Joel's face and I looked at Sarah's face. <laughs> and I've never seen that face before. <laughs> <I don't guess. laughs> it was just this very like... <laughs> <laughs> Are you right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is the best way I can explain it. I feel like it's the first. And I feel personally that I shall treasure this movie forever oh, yeah. oh, because of special. that moment. Well, it's on Blu ray, Aaron. I'm glad to hear that. You can buy a special copy for your special self, especially Aaron's birthday. <laughs> buy him a copy of Star Crystal on Blu ray. Coming so, soon. His birthday, not, not the Blu ray. <laughs> they thought that this was the enemy. But then they make friends with him, and they realize they're going to have to get out of there because they don't have enough supplies. So they try to make a plan to do that. Then the most important part of the whole movie happens. <laughs> yes. Well, let's, let's, uh, I don't want to, you know, because my face also changed when that happened. <laughs> Dude, I became a slack-jawed, whatchamacallit. I, I, was, I unfortunately did think you might be have, experiencing a stroke oh, or something yeah, yeah. at that my, point. My we did. Show. I think both of us like short-circuited. Like We were just looking at it like, what? The ending of this movie is just such an experience. The, mon- my, <laughs> the monocle experience. popped off of my head. <laughs> <laughs> My word. I think I just shouted what as loud as I could. <laughs> it's like that cat somebody brushed the teeth of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
because okay, so we, a series of montage, we see them chumming along, you know, and there's a there's even a part where the alien is playing like uh, some version of the game Go with uh, with cousin Larry, and <laughs> he's like, like you took your hand off the piece, and he's like, no, I didn't, I didn't do that, and the alien's like, why is he? Such a jerk. Like, this, this alien sounds so tired all the time. <laughs> He's dripping. Maybe that's why. I felt, I felt just so condescending in that moment. Like, if I had been Cousin Larry <laughs> or if I had been the lady, I'd have been like, you f- <laughs> killed everyone. <laughs> yeah. Who's the jerk here? Who's the I'm jerk? I'm going to be a jerk. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Don't care if it was a miscommunication. You killed a lot of people. You killed a lot of people, dude. <laughs> All that red and fleshy bits, that's my friends hanging on you. That's, that's what you built your body yeah. out of, I yeah. assume. Yeah. <laughs> you gained strength and energy from my friends. So uh, the plan is that they they want to find a different ship that will be able to take the humans back to Earth, and he's going to take a ship because he can independently power it with his crystal, and yeah. he doesn't need the life support or something like that. So when a ship shows up, they're like, are you going to be okay? And he's like, I think so. <laughs> no, he's, yeah, basically. Phone home. That's, <laughs> that's when it happened. That's when somebody hit the, the play button on the tape deck, <laughs> and a special, special song by an artist named Indira started you know, with the keyboard, you know, whatever. And then we learned about the mysteries, the adventure of space, <laughs> how, how lonely it is to be the only one. Can you sing a little bit? Uh, I'm going to insert it right here. I think you will. Uh, but uh, was it a crystal of a star shining something or other? We're gonna blast off into the future. Something like that. You're the only one. Nobody knows your pain. You're the only one yep. in <laughs> the universe. And yeah, if you had come into the room, you would have thought we'd all seen a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, hell yeah, you deserve a song at the end. And this one, we're like... This... <laughs> That was a great replica. <laughs> the way Joel looked right there. Was exactly. Just me narrowing my eyes like, wait a minute. Um, but what's great too is like, like, I feel the actors were also being like, their their emotions were reflected as well as ours because they're just kind of staring off into space. Right, right. We're seeing them go off, right? And 
it's kind of like a good. It's kind of a touching goodbye. They're telling us what what it is that's happening, and we're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> like, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I haven't felt this. <laughs> As I said, I haven't felt this way since the end of freaking First Blood, Rambo 1, First Blood. Where it's just nice. all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> like, hey, whoa, hey guys. Oh my God. <laughs> Did we need that song? <laughs> so, like, uh, we've, we've only been talking for just over 30 minutes on here, but there's oh. just not, there's not much to cover. Yeah. Because I guess you're right. It's, a, it's just kind of. <laughs> It's very entertaining yeah. because oh, entertaining it's shit, right. uh, it's bad. But if you wanted to do a play-by-play of each scene, it's almost like there's not enough meat on the bone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some some movies like this, they're action-packed with you know people saying crazy things each minute. But this is a little bit slower paced. You get a little bit of that, but you also get long pauses of people just staring and stuff like that, too. I, I found, like, the, the weird pace of the story and how it was laid out and then the sudden, like, turn on its heels towards the end thing to be, to separate it from some of the other bad stuff we've seen. Like, Time Walker, I at least felt entertained the whole time, but, I mean, that. It's so similar to Time Walker at the end, like, yeah. I'm actually your friend from a different planet, and I'm going to take you with me to be continued. Yeah. Star Crystal 2. Yeah. They, hmm. I do think that there's a lot of movies that have this thing of, like, the alien is a friend, and we attack it with, we come at it with violence, and maybe we shouldn't if it's a friendly, like, alien, but in this one, it felt pretty... Like, they decided at the last minute that was what they wanted to do, or if they had planned on doing that all along, they did some sequences before that that were misleading and kind of odd. But, um, yeah, it feels like they when they throw this song in there at the end, you're like, wait, (laughs) this was not what we just experienced. (laughs) I just I can't I'm not gonna tell a filmmaker what they can and cannot do. Right. But I am going to tell them right now that you cannot have a horror movie like we had going on that suddenly ends in a, a getting to know your, your friend on Sesame Street With E. T. Yeah, E. Yeah. T. Yeah. or a puppet on like, Sesame Street. Well there's Street. just not enough time for you as the viewer to to be like okay, this is how they, they became friends. <laughs> no, you don't get that. It's literally just <laughs> One minute killing people. Next minute, oops. Let's play a game yeah, together. Like almost letting the humans die, like in a separate room, like turning off the the life air support, and yeah. stuff like that. Almost running out of oxygen. But it's like, oh, okay. Um, uh, there, there is a part in the montage where the lady is getting a tray with some food, and she hands it to cousin Larry, and the aliens there, and the alien floats over the salt shaker. Like, yep. It's just like this. <laughs> Come on. And then, yeah, the part where he's like fixing something and the alien floats over a wrench to him. It's like, oh, all those goofy times you're having with the alien. I did like it because the alien was just like, 
He was like, oh, oh, you're right there. Jason. Get out of my <laughs> face, oh, alien. And his goopy face is just all up in your face the whole time. <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> I am very goopy. Why are you such a jerk? <laughs> I don't know I'm what to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. I don't touch my crystal. <laughs> yeah, don't uh- And it's kind of the the song at the end is so like the words are about exactly what's happening. Yeah. And so literal. But it's like they're trying to say like um, that the alien has been kind all along, and that they're, you know, they're alone and they're evolving, and like all this stuff. It's kind of we we definitely looked up the video on YouTube that we found of it afterwards, and we're reading the comments of people who oh. who needed to talk about this song mm. the way we needed to. <laughs> yeah, there's some. I definitely, if you want to Google search uh, song from end Crystal credits, of the Star. Uh, for Star Crystal. Star Crystal song. It'll uh, it'll pop up. There's some great comments. I highly recommend. That's a good read. So we got some good things out of the movie. I think so. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm happy. As I usually say, I'm, I'm happy to watch any movie. Mm-hmm. And this one. <laughs> no, thank you very much for the recommendation. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that thanks, was Adam. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And we laughed our asses off. <laughs> I mean, we did now. At the time, we were kind of like, what the? We were. <laughs> it wasn't like no such thing where I was like throwing things. <laughs> What's... I mean, so far I've shown my mom and a few other friends the end of credits closing scene thing. <laughs> uh, and it's it's been a hit. Oh, sure. It's a hit. So You feel like it's the moral of the story at the end with that song. And you're like. No, that's not the moral of the story. <laughs> he's he's just a an alien trying to get by in this world. He's you know, can't we all just understand each other? That's right. You never know what kind of gooey people you're gonna meet out there. You're right. So uh <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else. I got Can you imagine if E.T. had been like killing hundreds of people yeah. and then was like, Elliot. <laughs> I feel like help me a, get home. There's <laughs> like a twist that, that somebody's come up with where it's like, this boy loves this alien. This alien kills people, though. Too uh, good. Too yeah. good. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> I'm happy. All right. Uh, Good. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, Adam. This Thank is a you. Great movie to watch. It's kind of a short episode, but uh, I'm real happy with. Uh, I'm real happy covering it, and I'm real happy that you recommended it. Me yeah, too. I, I recommend people watch it. Yeah, I think so. It's just to kind of. A, it's hard to explain. Yeah. It's too, it's too bashful. <laughs> it. It's it's pretty dumb. You should watch it. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a must. Watch with your friends. Get a group together. Enjoy some adult beverages. Yeah, it'll be great. All right, you guys, think of a lesson that you learned from Star Crystal. <laughs> oh, I love that sentence you just said right there, Joel. I love it. Lesson. I'm, yep. Going to do the outro bits. Listener, if you uh, have any suggestions, like uh, what we just watched here today, uh, and you want to give it to us, you can write into please don't podcast at gmail.com or message us at Facebook, facebook.com slash PDSMIOS. 
If you have a few bucks you want to send our way so I can buy uh, caffeine to keep Aaron running, go to uh, ko-fi.com slash pdsmios, and you can donate $3 at a time to buy us beverages. All these links are in the show notes. Thank you to David DeRoy for the music, Jed Dowtry for the art, and to uh, our listeners for tuning in whenever we bother to release an episode. We really all appreciate all you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Sorry we've been a little less consistent with our schedule this year, but we still enjoy getting together and talking about a movie, and we think it's really nice that people like listening to it, too. Yeah, thank you very much for listening to us talk about these pretty silly movies, and uh, we'll definitely try much harder to be on schedule. I think we should just cut out the middleman and have the audience come here, and we don't have to record it all, you know, just live shows in the kitchen. A live show would be pretty fun. Yeah. That'd be pretty fun. Anyone who wants to book us or know where a place we can book, you know? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it. I, I've run out of intro, outro stuff, so you guys have better have come up with a really good lesson. Hmm. You know, with all, I just I just thought of something else. This reminds me. Last last uh fifteen minute reveal, just like Johnny Mnemonic with the dolphin, except not nearly as oh like, wow, oh, it's a dolphin. This is like oh, it's a slimy slug guy. Oh dang, you're right. Johnny Mnemonic was good. That's certainly one way to look at it. I mean, in comparison. <laughs> oh, in comparison, yeah, it was a masterpiece. You know. No, I'm joking. Uh... Uh, Johnny Mnemonic had a lot of stars in it, which was fun. Uh, this movie has a goopy alien. <laughs> also played by Ice-T. No, no. Oh. <laughs> um, a lesson from the movie Star Crystal. I think my lesson is uh, if you're going to play football on Mars, be sure to be, have some crazy music going on in the background. Oh, yeah. While you're playing your football. They, not, no. The old timey <laughs> sped up video, that was not a. That no. was so weird. <laughs> I don't even know what the. What the Where am I? Idea was. The tone. The tone was so all over. It was with like that old timey piano, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are people that died. I don't know what I learned from this movie. Did <laughs> 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 you learn uh, never look a gift horse in the mouth, mouth or something like? I think uh, the alien got kind of defensive at the end there. Oh, he did. It's like, um. Yeah, there's two sides to every story, but... That's a lesson. You seem to come off very... Uh, Your side has Superior, murdered. yeah. You're, um, you're responsible for an entire space station's death. I don't... <laughs> I guess never underestimate who your ally, ally might end up being. I don't... Something about unexpected friendships. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship can show up. Most <laughs> Friendship is magic. It's <laughs> a magical I guess, day. No, you're right, Sarah. I, I think what I think I think you're completely right. That definitely friendship can happen in ways we can't even begin to comprehend. And it must be very difficult to try to build a friendship with an with someone who's killed, <laughs> killed all your friends. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Friendship is like a horse, and you should ride it. Oh.
When you're trapped in a ship with somebody who killed all your friends who says it was their fault, you need to try and make peace until you can get out of there to survive. <laughs> you know what would have been <laughs> a better ending to this movie? When that chrysalis starts, <laughs> thing starts going, and they get on the other ship and start going away. You just see a laser blast blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I almost thought it was like that. <laughs> they were talking about how lonely it was for that alien in the song, and I was like, is he about to die? Were they saying he like sacrificed himself for them or something? I can't remember. Yeah. I lost it. At that point, I was just like, Okay. <laughs> whoop de doo <laughs> I don't care anymore. Thank you, Indira. My lesson for this movie is that if you are uh, find yourself docking at a huge space station with your spaceship, never be too far away in case the alarms start going off. Because I think that's the thing. Everybody moves into the middle where the food court is. So only only the people that were actually already ready to go were able to escape. Yeah. And that's just a, that's a huge risk. Like, it, sure, the space station might explode and then everybody's dead and you can't do anything, but what about other things like, like if the oxygen shuts down on that, you know, station or something like that? That's another reason. Just just don't go that far in there. That's that's what I learned from this movie. Okay. It's a risk. Yeah. Crystal of the stars. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Thank you. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.